Welcome to Behold, a series for women longing to live their lives worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 20. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode 20. I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for joining me. 20 is a big number. I'm really excited that we've made it and I really appreciate all of your support as we've been getting started with these concepts and, and with Behold. If you feel so inclined or if this has touched you, I'd really like you to share it with a friend. That would really mean a lot to me. If you could share and let other women know about how this is this work is a gift in your life. Um, also, if you could rate and review us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on your podcast player or through YouTube, we are then able to reach more women who also want to live their lives worthy of the call they've received. So thank you so much for helping to build up this community. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And now for episode 20 today, we are going to talk about letting God love you. And this is something that that I, very, I feel very passionate about. I really think that God loves you so very much but so many of us aren't receiving his love. We're not letting him love us back. And so today we're going to talk about that, but first we're going to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, just fill us with your love. Help us to see ourselves through your eyes. The eyes that look upon us as a father looks upon his, his beloved daughter. Help us to feel your love. Help us to receive your love. And in receiving your love, help us to pour it out across the world. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this time together and we thank you for, for the gift of your love and the gift that we can learn about this together. We ask that all that we do bring you glory. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, letting God love us. God loves you. You've heard this so many times. You've read it so many times. But the question is, do we believe it? Do we let it soak into our being? Maybe, but maybe not. We know intellectually that he loves us, but it doesn't always settle into our hearts. We wonder, how could he love us that much when he knows what we've done? He has so much going on. He couldn't possibly trouble, be troubled with me. As women, God made us to be receptive, and receptivity is just part of our nature. We take and we improve. And you've probably heard this quote, and I should have looked it up, and I didn't. Um, so I'm gonna probably butcher it, and I'm not sure who, I, who said it, but if you give a woman a house, she will give you a home. If you give a woman groceries, she'll give you a meal. If you give her a seed of love, she will give you a child. This idea is that a woman multiplies what's given to her. In all of the examples, a woman receives and then she's able to multiply with the help of God. We are so blessed. We get to be part of the creative workings of our Lord. We get to help create. We help create life. We help create homes. We help create the world around us in what we're bringing through our receptivity. We have this incredible power, but first God wants us to receive. 
we don't we aren't able to create unless first we receive and it isn't always easy to receive it makes us feel less independent and less in control and this is really frowned on by our culture but not by our Lord our culture is telling us you need to be independent you need to have control you don't need anything but yourself and those are lies we need God and God wants to hand us the seed that we need to live the life exactly that he's calling us to live. Oftentimes, though, he's wanting us to create that life, that life of peace and joy and abundance for ourselves and for our families. But when he goes to hand us that seed, our fists, our hands, they're so tight. He can't hand it to us. We've closed ourselves off. We're unwilling to receive. We refuse. But why? Why are we refusing? There are so many reasons, and the reasons are going to be different for everyone. We could have past trauma. We could have a disordered version, or a distorted, that's the word I was looking for, excuse me, a distorted version of God, or a distorted version of his love. We could have a disordered dependence on something else besides his love. We could have some childhood stuff. I could go on and on with reasons, but it's good to be aware it's good to be aware of why we're resisting, but it's not essential to be aware of why we're resisting. That will eventually show itself to you, and then it's good for us to process through that. Recognize where are the lies and where are the truths. So I'm going to give us a few tips for moving forward. And first, I'd like to just tell you that you need to give yourself space to be loved. We are so busy. We spend so much time running around and doing things and taking care of everybody else and there's just so much noise. We need to give God a few moments to love us. So think of a little kid, for example. Maybe think of like a four-year-old kid and you're busy day, all day. You're running around with them all day and maybe you're even spending the day with them. Maybe you're doing beautiful, wonderful things together all day. Still, at the end of that day, that four-year-old is want, going to want to be hugged and kissed. Mm -hmm. Good night. That four-year-old is going to want a story and they're going to want some cuddles. Not because you haven't already spent the whole day together, but just because they love you and they want to receive your love in return. We are that four-year-old child with God. We need that. We need that time to love God and let him love us. Even though we're busy, even, though we've, even if we've been busy spending time with God, we still need to take those quiet moments to love him and let him love us. So schedule some time. Put some time in your day. It can just be five minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Just a little bit of time to let him love on you. To let him fill you up. To let him hand you that love, that, that seed that is going to help your family. Okay? But I'd like to talk a little bit about love languages. I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of love languages. A lot of people have. If you haven't, I really encourage you to look them up. It's, it's love languages. There's a, several books. It's a way that we receive love and the way that we give love. Okay? So we want to start to let God love us through our love language. We love other people through our love language, and we let other people love us through our love language, and often we need a combination of all the love languages to really have a good, solid, intimate relationship. But 
start when you're just starting to let God love you, start with your love languages, with your love language. So example, for example, maybe your love language is words of affirmation. Maybe hearing good things about yourself from other people is really what makes you feel loved. Having praise and recognition, maybe that really makes you feel loved. So look at what God tells you. Look at what he says about you. Okay, read in the Bible what he says about you. He says you're wonderfully made. Look at his promises. I promise you a life of abundance. I've come to give you a life of abundance. These are his promises. These are what the things that he says about you. Write them down. By, have a space, have a page in your journal and write in your journal, this is what God says about me. This is what God promises me. Write them all down. It'll be a beautiful exercise. And then read them. Read them often. Because you'll see right there that God is loving you through those words. He is affirming you. He is telling you that you are here for a reason and on purpose because he loved you and he created you. Okay? And just keep showing yourself this day in and day. Day in and day out because that way you're going to start hearing his voice more clearly. And you're going to start picking up when God compliments you. When he's telling you, wow, you did really well today. Good job, my good and faithful servant. You're going to start hearing those things because you're going to start recognizing the way he speaks to you. You're going to see it in those words that he's already told you. It's going to help you to feel that love for him, and you're going to be re more receptive to new words from him. Okay? And so we just will start to listen to that voice because God's voice is so merciful and compassionate and loving and convicting, convicting us to move forward, move away from our sin. But oftentimes we get really confused because we have another voice in our head, and that voice in our head is condemning, and it's angry, and it's fills us with guilt and shame and lies and that's not that does not make us feel loved and that is not from God and so by recognizing the words that are from God rather than the words that aren't from God we're going to start to feel more loved we're going to start to unclench our fists a little bit another love language that some people have is touch okay some people really feel loved by their senses by, through their senses, through that touch. And now we know that God is all around us. We know that God is inside of us, but we aren't necessarily touching God every minute of the day, but the mass is incredible. So make time to go to mass. And when you are going to mass, be really present to the way your senses are engaged because this is God showing you love through your senses, through the smell of the incense and the candles, through the sound of the choir and the bells and the words of the prayers through the feeling of the pews, the feeling of kneeling, through the feeling that, through the feeling of the Eucharist, through the taste of the Eucharist. These are all ways that God is showing you his love through your senses. So just be present with that. Or if you spend some time in prayer, just be really aware of what your senses are doing during that prayer, if this is your love language, because God will show that maybe you'll feel some warmth. Maybe you'll, you'll be praying outside and you'll have the warmth of the sun or the cool of the breeze. Just notice this. This is God showing you his love through touch. Another kind of love, another one of the love languages is quality time. Spending quality time with the Lord. You need to make that time. God is a gentleman. He's not going to force you into that time. So you have to make the time and you have to make it a priority. Having a weekly adoration hour, going to mass, spending some time at daily mass, just spending some time in prayer and then recognizing that that is time that God has set apart for you, just for you. 
so that he can spend, even if it's only five minutes, he's given you that five minutes of his quality time to be totally present to you and for you to be totally present to him. Let him love you that way. Some of you, your, your love language might be gifts, okay? Getting gifts or giving gifts. And if this is the case, I would encourage you to every day write down 10 gifts that the Lord has given you, 10 things that he's given you. Oftentimes we, we forget to think of our blessings as, as gifts, as actual gifts. And we might think, I'm not even feeling the love of, love of the Lord. But when we start to write down these gifts, we start to recognize, look, at he's showering you. He's just showering you with gifts. And the more we write these down, the more we tell our brain to start looking for gifts from God, remember our brain is really good at a challenge. And so if we tell our brain, I need to find 100 gifts from God, your brain will be able to find 100 gifts from God. Okay, so then you can see he's loving me through gifts as well. So God is loving us through all of the love languages. And he wants to love us through all of the love languages. And he wants, to, he wants us to love him back through those languages. Okay? And so that is what's going to give us a dynamic relationship with him. We love the people in our lives in all of these different ways. But often, we don't let the Lord love us in all of those ways. We are not receptive to him. So we just need to start being aware of how we are and we're not and how we're not letting him love us and then expand those we need to start coming to him with our our hands open all of our baggage it's still going to be there and that's okay he doesn't mind if you think of your mind we've talked before about letting your mind letting a light shine on your mind and sometimes you know as we're becoming aware we see that there is just so much it's like it's like turning the light on in a in a crowded basement and we see that there's so much we need to clear out when we go to the lord we're we're still bringing all of this with us we haven't processed it all we haven't moved it and organized it all around yet we're not completely managing our minds all the time and god's okay with that he's okay that our basement is a mess he just wants to love us so we can come to him with that baggage we don't even have to talk about the baggage in that moment. We can just receive his love. We'll talk about the baggage when we're ready, when he's ready, when it's time for that processing and healing. This moment, we can just sit there in the mess and let him love us. We don't have to change a thing, and we don't have to do a thing. He loves you beyond understanding. He created you just so that he could love you in this moment. So stop resisting receive his love another thing we need to recognize is that we often have a manual for the Lord if you haven't listened to our episode on manuals I really encourage you to do that we talk a lot about about manuals for other people but we also have manuals for ourselves and sometimes we have a manual for God we'll say things like if God was good he wouldn't let me suffer or if God were good he would he should answer my prayer immediately the exact way I want it these are manual thoughts. This is us having a great big manual for God. God is so much bigger than your manual. Okay, Just because he doesn't follow your manual doesn't mean that he's bad or wrong or not doing things that the way they should be done. That's just our manual. He cannot be contained. So put the manual down and let him love you the way that he knows how to, the way that, that he can so much more perfectly and beautifully than your manual will allow him to. 
So when we come to the Lord ready to receive his love, or at least curious about receiving his love, we can slowly open our hands. Maybe at first it's just a little tiny bit. But you know what? When we do that, he's going to place the seed of his love in your hand. And by, see, by receiving it, by being receptive, you're going to be able to take that seed of love and you're going to be able to multiply it and pour it around, pour it out onto all those around you. The Lord's gift to you will make you his gift to the world. So once you start receiving from the Lord and really letting him pour into you, you will begin to notice that many of the people around you are trying to love you too. You just haven't let them before. You were walking around with these closed fists and these thick manuals that didn't allow their love to penetrate your heart. And God is using them to love on you too. He's using them as a gift to you too. So let them, let them love you. It sounds simple, but like I said, we've had a lot of baggage that makes it different, difficult, or so we tell ourselves. <laughs> our thoughts control our results. If we want our result to be that we're open to God's love, we can work backwards through our model. Remember, our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, our actions create our result. So to get a result of being open to God's love, our hands need to be open. So to open our hands, our action is opening our hands to God's love, we need to have a feeling of receptivity. Or maybe it's a feeling of curiosity, curiosity of what will happen if I open my hand. Or maybe it's a thought of desire, just having a real desire to be loved by the Lord. What thought will give you that feeling? Maybe it's the thought of, I love the Lord and I want to experience his love back. Or maybe it's a thought like, I don't know what he wants, I don't know how he wants to love me, but I'm going to let him. You find the thought that works for you and you go all in on it. And remember that God is a gentleman, so you have to invite him. Invite him to love you and he will be there. Invite him to love you in your love language, in the way that, that is most going to fill you up and then start exploring the other ways. Tell him that you're ready to be receptive to his love. And finally, when you let him love you, you're going to start to love yourself. He will show you how much he delights in you and that what he created in you, that he thinks is special in you, that his dream that he created just for you is there for the taking. And when you spend some time in this, you'll begin to hear his voice when you speak to yourself. And you'll recognize his encouragements and love and you'll embrace them and reject the lies that you've been beating yourself up with. So try it. Try letting him love you. Because this, this letting God love you, is the only way to live a life worthy of the call, he has, call you have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless. Thanks so much for joining me today. I would love to keep this conversation going. In the show notes, you can find the links to my website, email group, private Facebook group, and more. If this resonates with you, consider coaching with me one-on-one -on -one or joining my weight loss program, which is called Beloved. We dive deep into these concepts to help you love your life and yourself without changing your circumstances. This work has changed my life, and I know it can change your life too. I hope to see you there.